Just looking out the window. Another beautiful spring day. Oh, who's that coming up the path of Erskine Court? Hold on. I think we've got visitors. Oh, hello. Welcome to Erskine Court. Come on through. Linda's waiting. and gentlemen, here she is. Oh, whoa, 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 what's going on up there? It's Linda, it's Linda Pollock. How are you, Linda? I, on the way in, have seen the balance of the universe in action and I would like to tell you more about it. Oh, go on then. I'm driving on the M1. I am in the lane one. I'm not going to call it the slow lane. It's right. the correct lane to be in. Yes, Unless it is. you are overtaking, yes, ladies okay. and gentlemen. <laughs> well, you'd be forgiven for thinking otherwise. Some of the lunatics who go, uh, that's very boring, but go on, yes. Speaking I'm... of which, HGV driver sitting in the middle all of a sudden decides, I'm yeah. in the, that lane and I have been in that lane for some time. Yes. Right? I'm doing a steady 60 as is being prescribed by the uh, movable, uh, you know, LCD display thingies, right? Yes, yes. All of a sudden he decides, just as I'm about to draw level with him, that he's putting his indicator on and he's pulling left. Oh, these bastards. And uh, he, he stopped, but then yeah. he was honking and flashing and waving his arms about. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. Right. I was correct. I know that they have blind spots, but you should look more carefully. I've been there ages. Do you? I do a lot of travelling, as you know, up and down yes. the country. Not only via the celestial plane, but also physically in my Nissan Qashqai. Nice. Right. And very often, you know, this is the first thing. If you have a little bit of road rage, don't you go through a whole whole dialogue in yes. your head? And I would say, well, I'm supposed to be over there. As if you're ever going to be sitting down over a coffee. I know. And I'm thinking, it's behind me, right? And he was behind yeah. me for ages after that because he was slow. Yeah. And he was flashing and waving his arms about. Yeah. And first of all, I thought, right, don't respond, ignore. Mm. Yeah. But in the end, I'm not ashamed to say... You gave him the finger. I gave him the finger. I gave him the finger. Because he deserved it. And I also called him a prick, but he won't have known that. Yes, but what I... I think that's better in many ways than holding on to it. Because there's been various road, road rage incidents I've had where I've held on to it. I did hold on to it for a while. Mm. But then the universe intervened, as I alluded to at the beginning of this rather lengthy story. Yes, yes. As I pull closer to your house, mm. not one, but two white men then. White men then? White, 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 ma white van men. Vans. Yes, yes. Um, were very courteous to me on the road and gentlemanly. And okay. so I felt like it was the universe going, see, they're not all pricks. That is correct. A lot of them are. The yeah. other thing I was going to say was when you're going through roadworks and it says temporary sort of speed, yeah. and you think... If I ever go up against the beak and you have to plead your case, you're going to go, well, I was going a little bit faster there just to overtake someone. I'm allowed to do that. This whole dialogue goes into your head. Anyway, this is not going to win any awards, this last conversation over the last two or three minutes. No. Let's crack on with the sh show. Linda, how have you been apart from the road rage? Um, I'm all right. Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Um, yeah? Yeah, I'm all right. What's been going on? Oh, you went to a funeral. Went to a funeral? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I went to a funeral of that? a lovely man who went too soon, right? A man with a sense of humour, and I'm going to say it, a really mucky sense of humour. Right, well, that sounds a bit like me. Exactly, you would have really loved him. Yeah. Um, as everyone did, right? But the 
priest, and it was a Catholic priest in this occasion, mm. um, did not want any personalisation whatsoever, so he wouldn't let his friend sing the I song. Know. I know. And uh, he was very, very controlling over the eulogy. He wanted to see a script beforehand. Do you know what? It's funny you should say it, because I have been to a Catholic funeral. You people, you put on this podcast a little bit of light relief. <laughs> You've had horrible road rage and funerals. Well, get on to the funny in a minute. The funny spooky. The spunky, as I call it. Um, what... What happened? Go on. So, yeah, I've had it before where they're very, very serious very about... Very serious. Yeah, and yeah. I thought, oh, he's going to be an old an old fella, right? Because yeah. you're imagining old, old, dried up, little bit bitter, mm. he's forgotten, out of touch, right? Yeah. Young man, young, young well, Australian he was really... Yeah. Um, but I think what it was is, it, as part of this, the, the service, he was saying, this is no longer about his relationship with us, it's all about God. And I think that's it. It's like Fair one enough. size fits all. Well, None of your business. In fact, in fact you lot yeah, are there. It's I an have, I thing. have done that before. But there's a lot of people out who go to these services and they don't have a spiritual bone in their body. I was at a church funeral the other day and the grieving widower leaned over to the vicar halfway through and said, have you got the Wi-Fi code? <laughs> The vicar said, totally unacceptable at your own wife's funeral. And he said, right, and is that all lowercase? Oh, the jokes, the jokes, the jokes. Another chance to hear some of those jokes if you come and see us on the 25th of June, which leads us in very, very nicely. Can you go stop my family? Well, you can see that too when you come to... It's not mine. (laughs) Clinton Baptiste Paranormal Podcast. As recorded as live, Mm. isn't it? Yeah. um, Which means we'll leave all the bits that we normally take out in. Oh, God, you can hear all the the shit. Yes, there's some shittier bits than this. (laughs) Honestly. So that's the 25th of June. But what I need you to do, please, people, is go to wegottickets.com and look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance. It's at the 100 Club, 100 Oxford Street, right in the middle of London's fashionable West End. Yes. It's a fantastic venue. It's an iconic venue where all rock and roll... Punks and that. Punks and that. I saw the skids in there in 1975. If you go on the toilets, it's still there. It's barely been... <laughs> barely been cleaned. That's disgusting. Yeah, but funny. I saw the vibrators in there in... Uh, no, no, what about slits? Similar, similar, similar sort of junk. Let's not overdo it. <laughs> right, here we go now. We've got a very exclusive interview with the... I love this actress. Yes. Do you know Amanda Abington? She was in Sherlock. Uh, she was in a number of uh, other things that I wrote down I can't remember. But she, but she was bad. brilliant in all of them. <laughs> Hold on, you feel why I remind myself what she was in. She, you know her. You do know her, people. Hold on. Hold on, let's just have a little bit of music. We just fill. Have some some thinking time. Let's have some thinking time while I just try and find this. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, no, it's not that one. Right, where was it? Amanda Abington. Amanda Abington. I wrote down the thing she's been yesterday. Right, I can't find it. But you know her, and I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll find out exactly what she's been in after we have this phone call. Don't tell her that I couldn't remember, but you do know her. She's on loads of things. It was just a little brain fart on, on your part, It was a little brain it? fart. Anyway, here she is on the Zoom, Amanda Abington. I have just been saying all the wonderful work you've done, and you're currently... Uh-huh. Yes. In the West, in London's fashionable West End, doing... Sure. 
Tell me about the unfriend. It's called the unfriend, and it's about it's a it's sort of a true story that Stephen Moffat wrote. Stephen Moffat's first play, yeah. and it's got. Uh, Mark, Ga- um, Mark Gates is directing. It's got me, Frankie Barber, and Rishi Smith in it. Let's move on to the spooky star, yeah. Amanda. Please, Linda, put on the spooky music now. Yeah. I will have this one. That that's the one. Yeah. As as Amanda regales us with something to shit us up. So, this is about my house that I live in now. Yes. So the first instance was the night we moved in. Joe must have been about two and a half. Um, and about three, maybe. And I put him to bed. Yeah. And uh, the next morning, he woke up and said, where's the lady? And I said, what lady? Yeah. And he said, uh, a lady kissed me goodnight and said, welcome to the house. <laughs> um, oh, lovely. And she and I said, oh, I don't know. I said, was she was she like she's old lady, old lady, welcome. But she said, welcome, welcome to the house. And and so that was the first thing. Anyway, cut two. Grace, my my daughter, must have been about four, and she was sitting at the top of the garden. She used to sit at the top of the garden and play on her own with her tea set and her dolls. And she was sitting up there, and I w- wandered up with the dogs, and she was talking to somebody, and just having a chat with somebody. And I said, who are you talking to? And she looked at, straight at me and she said, Amy. And I said, oh, who's Amy? And she said, Amy lives here. And I said, oh, that's nice. I said, what, how old's Amy? She said, she's eight. And I said, what does she look like? She said, she's got dark hair and she's lived here all her life and um, she can't leave. And I said, okay, well, I'm glad Amy likes it. She says, yeah, she's very happy you're here. So anyway, that was that. A year, 18 months later, I went to a clairvoyant who now is one of my best friends. Right. And I didn't know her at the time. I didn't know her at all at the time. It was our first meeting through a friend of mine. And I'm all into that stuff. I love kind of those, those. Th- I love going to those things and seeing. You've come to the right place. There. You've come to the right place. <laughs> that's what I do. Go on. So I said, I said, we were sitting there and she knew nothing about me. And she sat there and she was looking at me and she said, um, she said, oh, your granddad's standing behind you. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. And she said, your granddad's standing behind you. And he said that you're feeling a bit sad at the moment. Um, so he told me to tell you to remember the story that he used to tell you about the tattoo on his arm. And I sort of went, um, okay. Yes. Um, when you were really sad, he would tell a story and about the, pa- the palm tree with the lion sitting underneath it with the coconut and the mouse. Now, nobody knew that apart from me and my granddad. And he, right. t- he got, this, got this tattoo in Burma. Yeah. So that was weird. And then she said, oh, and by the way, in your house, you have two spirits living there. You have an old lady. Oh, yeah. Who was the, gatekeep- who was the, uh, the gamekeeper's wife and she lives in the dining room. Yeah. Um, and she sits in the corner by the fire, by the by the log fire. And I was like, well, how do you know I've got a log fire in my dining room? And yeah. then she said, and you've also got an eight-year-old girl there living there with dark hair called Amy. And she is incredibly happy that you're there because she was left there to die. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. And I, but, but it was like that. And I suddenly thought, Grace was talking to a little girl called Amy two years previously at the top of the garden as an yes. imaginary friend. And my blood literally ran cold. Okay. <laughs> I, sitting next to me now, and listeners at home won't realise it, but we can see each other on the Zoom facility. Yeah. I've got yeah. sitting next to me, Amanda, a lady who does doubt. <laughs> She's very cut off. 
She's very, very cut off. She denies so I'm many... Scientific, Clinton, that's she, all. She, she says she's scientific. She, she yeah. GCSE. <laughs> that's a pass. She doesn't know very much. Yeah. Yes, she did get a pass at GCSE Science. Right. It don't make you Arthur C. Clarke, does well. it? Hello, friends. This is a teaser podcast for season six. Now, join me over at patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste and get to hear the full season six podcast, plus videos, uh, celebrity interviews, sketches, features, Linda the lot. Come on, get over there. Be one of my special friends. Thank you. Namaste. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got all sorts of stuff, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading nail.